Are people happy or are they pretending to be happy? Now, I don't really know much about rice and I don't know how true this is, but it really makes sense to me in the time where she was telling me. She said when rice grow in three months, that most of the most of the ones that grow within three months, they die. They eventually die and they're not the ones that we end up eating or being sold to us and all that stuff. And she said the ones that grow in six months, the same thing happened to them. But the ones that take time, take longer to grow are the ones we eventually get to eat and enjoy. And I thought to myself, that spoke to me in different ways. The point I'm looking to make is that every now and again, don't be expecting to always deliver back to back because you need to refuel. For real though, I had no idea how strange this will be until I'm sat here now, um, leaning towards my microphone and trying to record this introduction <laughs> for my podcast. My name is Esther and this is Not For My Village People podcast. We made it again. I made it again. I'm out back here now doing this. Yay. I'm excited. Um, and today, um, actually, the, the topic I wanted to discuss with you guys today, I recorded it before. Funny enough. And since I've started this podcast journey, I have um, the ones I have been able to upload. I've actually never done it twice before. But what I'm talking about on today, what I'm speaking on today, I had recorded it during a phase. There was a phase, a particular, a particular season in my life, just a couple of weeks ago now. Um, and I, I, I came on here and to sit down behind my Blue Yeti microphone and I started to record and I recorded it. It was almost 40 minutes long, but a couple of days after I tried to listen to it and I'm thinking, hmm. I feel like it's it's too much too soon <laughs> too much too soon and it bothered me eventually affected you know um the, the the what's it called the consistency I'm looking to put in place with doing this and holding myself accountable with doing this uh, but then I eventually got the you know the time and the download again and how to approach the topic because I still want to talk on the same topic um and right before I started, a call came into my phone and it was one of my, you know, my bounce it off buddies. And we just dive into it. She didn't even know what I was about to do or not. And she just started talking. And from what we were talking without even knowing that she was going to be passing something on to me, unknowingly, she said, you cannot produce all the time. And then she used this, um, um, example or illustration she said with rice when you plant rice the rice that grows within three months now I don't really know much about rice and I don't know how true this is but it really made sense to me in the time where she was telling me she said when rice grow in three months that most of the most of the ones that grow within three months they die they eventually die and they're not the ones that we end up eating or being sold to us and all that stuff and she said the ones that grow in six months the same thing happened to them but the ones that take time, take longer to grow are the ones we eventually get to eat and enjoy. And I thought to myself, that spoke to me in different ways. I had struggled with what I recorded before that I wanted to post and make sure every Friday I get something to you guys. 
and it, it didn't really make sense it wasn't really befitting for the space or the time I wanted it to be heard anymore so I decided to pull it back and just you know let me start afresh let me start let me start again and here is someone telling me you cannot produce all the time whereas I have sort of indirectly burdened myself with oh I needed to meet up with this I needed to meet up with that consistency building consistency and meeting up with everything but sometimes it's you have to you have to be taken in there's some period where you just take in and oh sisters misters I have been taken in a lot um from life happenings from various seasons from individuals I guess I'm at the face in my life right now where everything tentacles you can see right everything is at a lot everything you say to me everything you're discussing with me and oh goodness bless the book of proverbs i think i've said it a couple times that i'm currently studying the book of proverbs right and and this particular morning as well today while i'm recording this before i started recording this i remember reading um proverbs chapter 9 and chapter 10 i i actually did two chapters today which is growth um, and I saw, I got loads of downloads. I got a lot of downloads from it. And it was like, where do I share this to? I'm talking about 7am on a Saturday morning. Who do I share this with? I wanted to go on WhatsApp. You know, I did mention on my previous episode that I'm a WhatsApp girl. And I thought people are still sleeping and people will be thinking, what's it, what exactly is wrong with this? And before people start blocking me, <laughs> blocker, blocker, blocker. Before people start blocking me, like, you know, let me just, um, let me just take some wisdom and not do that there. So I went to my, I belong to this group, Ladies for Christ in church, and we have a WhatsApp group. So I decided, you know what, isn't it? These ladies are all, uh, all you know, we're, we're in the space of me reading the Bible. We are in the same, you know, we're like-minded, yeah? So I decided to share my downloads on there. The point I'm looking to make is that every now and again, don't be expecting to always deliver back to back because you need to refuel. That's it. Sometimes you need to refuel. And it's very good to listen. Listen to the body, listen to the mind, listen to the soul, listen to your head, listen to the place you're in. Because to be honest, I just don't want to be doing the talking. I just don't want to just be talking, talking, talking. The, the goal is to actually transform lives. The way I know how to do it, you know, this my goofy self come on here, laugh, ask questions and, and talk like a talk kind of person um, or way. I still want to trans transform lives. And I am I'm, I'm, like I was thanking you all during my last episode and I'm going to do that again because the feedbacks, the, the response to most especially my very, you know, my episode, um, what's it called? Episode seven, I think. Most especially episode seven, it was, um, yeah, mind-blowing. I'm grateful for that feeling. It's a nice one to know that it's actually helping, it's supporting, and it's providing the transformation I'm looking to achieve on this particular journey. But today, I want to talk about something. Ooh, Today, I'm talking about bitter truth and reality. And now, when you hear that, the bitter truth and reality... Yeah, bitter truth and reality, they're often closely related, isn't it? Yeah, it does sound very alike. It depends on the perspective. It depends on the, the way you know, where you're looking at it, where you're looking at it from. And when I checked online for the, you know, like a kind of a definition or meaning of reality, reality refers to the state of things as they actually exist without any subjective interpretation or bias. That's what reality is, isn't it? 
And then when we talk about the beta truth, the beta truth can be seen as a harsh or unpleasant aspect of reality that may be difficult to accept or deal with. You know, I'm, a, I'm an African, I'm a West African girl. And, oh, I have heard it uncountable times from parents, from family, from, from adults, <laughs> from, from people generally, from humans. Um, you know, when they say, oh, the truth is bitter. You know, you're trying to you're trying to talk to a friend, you're trying to advise them and they're not taking it in. And the next thing you hear is the truth is bitter. I never knew the the weight that particular statement carried. I guess not, not, not particularly until now, but as I grow, the older I get, the more I understand what it actually is. Sisters, misters, the truth is actually bitter it's really bitter it is bitter it is it is bitter and to just digress a little bit now um the other day um i think one of the people that listened to um episode seven now i think um called me and she called me um and she she said she said she asked me a question after saying some things before before asking the question. She's been worried, concerned about, you know, a type of friend. I think I mentioned it very briefly on, on, on the last episode about friends and all of that. And she said to me, she asked the question. She said, Esther, are people happy or are they pretending to be happy? <sighs> Did you feel that? Let me repeat it. Let me repeat. You probably didn't get it. Let me repeat it. Are people happy? Or are they pretending to be happy? And I thought, I went silent. I went quiet on the call. And I'm like, hmm, are people happy? Or are they pretending to be happy? But what came to mind was, why are you concerned about people's happiness? I did say in my previous one, the last episode I recorded was about... um. Stranger danger, stranger, um, um, stranger danger, right? About, you know, comparison. Stranger danger, stranger safety. I guess maybe this particular questions be question belonged to that particular episode. But yeah, like I always say, it is my platform and I will talk about it how I see it. <laughs> so why are we why why are we even thinking about other people's happiness? And I think what should what should be important to us is our own happiness, right? What's your own happiness? What is happiness to you? And if anybody's pretending to be happy, maybe it works for them. We all hear that, you know, that saying every now and again, say, make it, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it, isn't it? Maybe they're just faking happiness, their own happiness into reality. You could do that as well. We talk about mindset. Your mindset is key to everything, to a lot of things in your life. And you want to be of a of a certain mindset to where you see the reality you see what what your mindset if you want to you know if you want to embrace that positive mindset it's not always it doesn't always match the reality your your mindset does not always match the reality so you trying to embrace the positive mindset of i will make it i deserve to dream big I can achieve my dreams. My dreams can become reality. My this can be that. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am informed. I am knowledgeable. I have a great career. And all of these things, 
it might not match your reality. It's a mindset thing. And I, I guess, isn't that a level of faking it till you make it? So instead of, are people happy or are they pretending to be happy? My question was, are you happy? Are you happy? What's your own definition of happy? And I guess that's how it aligns or sort of aligns with what I'm talking about today, which is be the truth, right? Be the truth and your reality. What's your own reality of happy? I think at the very beginning of my of this podcast journey, I, I didn't say something about an ex, you know an article a friend of mine wrote about constructive criticism and all of that stuff, and how um contrast constructive um criticism um you know we all say oh yeah I embrace constructive criticism or I I want construct constructive criticism until the constructive criticism comes and it's <laughs> and you can't really take it in. Be the truth. Bitter fruit. Yeah, bitter. It, it, the truth is bitter. The truth is bitter. Now, coming from the angle of myself, from my story, you know, facing life as a trauma-inflicted child, um, the kind of trauma I've been through, now we all, go, we all have different traumas that we've been through in life, right? But the kind of tra- trauma I went through in life, it makes me extra conscious on the things some people take lightly. I guess that's what trauma generally does, isn't it? It makes you extra conscious, you know. If you were a child, there was um one of um um one of the um one of Oprah Winfrey's show back in the day, you know Oprah Winfrey's shows back in the day, where she was talking about um those that lacked shoes when they were growing up, end up hurting them when they now that they are an adult, when they have money to buy, they just keep buying shoes, buying shoes, buying shoes because at some point in their life that was what they lacked. And sometimes you see people that as well that just eat and eat and eat because sometimes ago, their lack was food. Oh, when I left the asylum camp, actually, when I left the asylum camp, I moved in with this particular family um, that, you know, even my parents, that they were worried about me moving in with, with another family because, again, you, you don't know these people. You don't know their own culture. You don't know their stands. You don't know who they actually are. And um, when I moved in with them, Things were different, right? Things were th- things things were really different in their own setting, and I had to learn and unlearn. And I remember I had to learn and un- unlearn. And some of the things I went through there, when I left that house, and I started to sort of leave alone on my own at se- I think at seventeen I was able to then get my own apartment. Um, living in a kind of a um, you know um and, and a facility where um you're 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 treated to a level of adulthood and trying they're trying to train you on how to become an adult you pay your bills you work you do all of that stuff but I live with other people in the house but I had my own room to myself and you know there was a level of autonomy in place there for the very first month or two that I left the family I was living with then oh geez you should have seen me I had it with like crazy I ate a lot, <laughs> like I ate a lot of everything I didn't have access to back then. So as a trauma inflicted individual, you tend to find yourself extra conscious on some of the things um, some people take lightly. I know I have mentioned how I'm such a crybaby. At this point, I feel like people will start calling me crybaby. Please, please don't be a village person and call me f- crybaby. I'm not a crybaby. 
but yeah, I mentioned that, but I also did not mention, I also didn't say, didn't tell you how I lived alone for that long in my life. So when eventually at 17, I started living alone, I met my husband at 24, 23 or whatnot. And we, I got married early on, earlier on in life uh, because I was tired of being lonely and all that stuff. But I also did not start living with my husband until about six years after we got married. So I still continue to live alone and living alone. I'm alone by myself in the four corners, in the four walls of my house, isn't it? My response, my only response or my, my response to, um, what's it called? My response to, to any emotions I felt then was crying. And I, I had all the time, I had all the time an opportunity to do it without anybody shaming me for it. Like you're currently thinking and shaming me, like thinking you're a crying baby. I know you're doing that. You're thinking in your head. She's always crying <laughs> one thing or the other. But then nobody, nobody could shame me. So it became an habit. It became an habit and I will do it every now and again. Now, now I don't even have the shame anymore and I will still cry anywhere. But it became an habit. And now the lady you see, the very, I think some people call me intelligence. I'm not sure <laughs> what they see. But that picture or idea of Esther you have and you're thinking, oh, strong lady and all of that stuff. Waterworks still still is still is still working. Waterworks still still poor every now and again. I still got my waterworks, watching a movie, talking to my husband. It's had enough at this point, I'm sure of it. So like, despite me, you know, all of these things. So we we all carry a level of baggage when we're talking about our bitter truth. But the question, do you know your own truth? What does your truth look like to the reality you're currently living we're still talking about bitter truth we're still talking about bitter truth yeah bitter truth refers to harsh unpleasant truth um and oftentimes is difficult for you to accept do you accept that you also carry baggage to your relationships to your friendships to to how you react to things, to how you treat things, how you think about things, how you see things. Do you accept that you're not perfect? I read somewhere recently where it was talking about um, maturity is you understanding that you're not perfect and you you have your own flaws as well. You have your own, you know, you're not perfect. But do you really know that? Do you accept it? Do you listen? Or do you always feel like mm, it's it's just other people? Other people are always wrong. I am never wrong. And when we're talking about bitter truth, it's also it's very important to remember that, despite the fact that truth might be maybe bitter or might be bitter, the thing is it can also be liberating. And facing the truth can provide us with clarity. And it can definitely, definitely, 100%, I assure you, it can definitely help you make better decisions in your life. But you need to be able to look at the mirror and see for yourself. Everyone has been saying the same thing about you. They have this comment. They have this. Now, I'm not saying, you know, listen to haters, you know, like village people, yeah? Those village people kind of mindset. But you need to be 
also, you need to be able to ascertain what is true. What is true from what is not? What is the actual fact? What's surrounding your situation? Self-aware. I, I, I posted something, I think it was this morning as well, either on WhatsApp or something about awareness. And it was part of the conversation I was having with this friend of mine on awareness. There's, it's okay for you to be aware. It's, it's so very okay for you to be aware. But awareness does not particularly mean wisdom. And awareness is not understanding. Because you can be aware of something, but lack the wisdom to effect it or to put action in place right you can be aware of it but you're not you can't put you know you you can't put it in place it's difficult for you but ultimately it's very important for us to know and recognize that you know it's up to you as an individual to confront your own reality and decide how to handle the bitter truth that may encounter or come across in your life what do you see in the mirror what are your experiences that affect some things in life? You know, the, the eating habit I was talking about, which is why the, people talk about therapy, isn't it? The need for therapy. Because sometimes your reality, your reality does not match, does not match what you want because of the trauma you've been through. Oh, I, th I feel like it's another topic to talk about, um, what's it called? The baggages you bring in to your, you know, to your relationship and if that's the whole topic entirely but today we're talking about bitter truth and your reality you know having conversations with friends like oh yeah the truth is bitter isn't it you can feel it now if that is not the reality you foresee if that's not the reality you're working towards if that's not the reality you want for yourself what are you doing to change it it's like i ask my people when it comes to career your career your business the result that you're seeing, what you're getting, maybe as a wife, as a mother, as a husband, as a father. You're always having issues with your missus, for example. You know, you're always having issues and you feel the type of way. The thing you want to remember is that relationship started with so much love. Love. If not, you will not be where you are. Necessarily those with kids already. Something maybe happened in between. Something might have happened in between. Somewhere. Someone has lost the, the drive, the zeal, the will, <laughs> the will to leave. Uh, someone has lost something somewhere. Or maybe, maybe, maybe the history of your own generation, what you're bringing in, what you, you know, what you are aware of, what you are, um, what was that word? What you are accustomed to is starting to show its face, ugly where is ugly Ed in your relationship? Yeah, sometimes um, bitter truth can be very uncomfortable reality. And the uncomfortable reality can challenge your beliefs. It can challenge your values, your expectations. It can challenge a lot. For example, it could be, you know, you learned about a, a loved one's illness. Someone is sick and you, you, you just don't want to take it like, you know, this is it. God forbid, you know, this, you know, you know, someone that, you know, I know people do know people that are, you know, this currently going through stage four cancer, um, you know, any form of illness at all. But you, you don't want to accept that. It's hard, isn't it? Like everybody and everybody should be, should be, you know, I'm just thinking out now, like she should, should go for therapy. <laughs> 
she's good for therapy because I, I'm yet to meet someone without a story. It could also be the bitter truth can be that a close friend has betrayed you. Bitter truth, the thing is, bitter truths are hard to accept. It's really hard to accept. It could be about you. Um, and that's when we 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 hear things like um character deformation. But maybe, 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 maybe there's a little truth to it. And if it's not, what are you doing to fix it though? Yeah, you you read all this quotes and memes on Instagram, you know, you you pick your battles. It's very important, actually. You know, you've got to pick your battles. It's not everything that you hear people say about you, you need to go and react to. But you checking, are you checking? Just checking just a little bit. Just a little, just just a teeny teeny little bit. What kind of person are you? What kind of individual? What what is the truth? The actual you know the truth. Do you know the truth? Do you know the truth? By accepting and acknowledging reality, you can make informed, better decisions. And you can definitely take steps to improve your situation. That's the fact. Whatever it is about, it could be about your career, it could be about your business, it could be about your relationship, it could be about your marriage. My friend this morning, when we were talking, she was talking about, you know, how people go to, they get married and they do for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, till death do us part. But people don't know when they say for richer, for poorer. The rich is not particularly just about wealth. And the poor is also not about the lack of money. But you can also be poor mentally. The partner can be poor in character. But you've confessed for richer, for poorer, for till death do us pass. Uh, da, 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 da. I read online. I think I came across it online. Was it this morning or yesterday? They said, um, I don't know how true it is. I don't know if it is um, real news or fake news. Um, they said um, this guy that owns this, um, I don't know what, what is it that he owns? Anyway, they've been married for years now, but he's divorcing his missus because she's got dementia. Now, I don't know how true it is. But when I read that, I was just like, when we talk about the for for richer for i can't even remember and please uh, trust me i'm telling you i we, we we did we took our vows <laughs> we didn't have individual ones we were quite young when we got married like i said 11 years ago now this year by god's grace it's going to be 11 years i've been married I've met my husband for, I met my husband 12 years ago. We got married quite young. I don't know if I, if I, I did not propose, trust me. I am saying it now. I did not propose whatever he likes to say to you guys, but I did not propose to him. He proposed to me. He wanted to marry me. <laughs> the question is, what am I trying to convince at this point? <laughs> but yeah, um, we, 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 we eloped actually. We eloped. Um, there was no permission, which is why sometimes I find it strange. I find it strange now if we ever have any form of issue and I want to try and bring in family because we did not take their permission to go on that journey. It was both our decision. We were lovey doveys in love. I'm in love. <laughs> in love yeah we were, we were so in love with one another and we wanted to do it and I really wanted to do it. my truth about marriage was I was tired of being lonely I was tired of being alone I was tired I'd had enough of it and I was young wasn't I I was young naive and stupid <laughs> yes I was I actually was because I didn't ask all the right questions trust me um um I was telling a family friend of ours um recently I said I feel duped <laughs> 
on this marriage topic, I feel duped to an extent. But yeah, it's easy to point fingers, isn't it? But I also didn't ask the right question because I really didn't know what I... I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know all the um, consequences to what I wanted or the journey to what I wanted. It's a journey. Bitter truth and your reality. But when we talk about the bitter truth part, are you accepting it? Are you acknowledging it? It's very important for you to remember that while the truth may be bitter, it can also be very empowering. Know the truth and the truth shall set you free. <laughs> know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Remember I said accepting reality and the bitter truth um, can provide you with clarity. It can help you move forward with a greater sense of purpose and direction. It always is, yeah. It's hard to swallow, the hard bowl to swallow, but definitely um, it can help you move forward, help you better in those marital decisions, friendship decisions, character decisions, um, response decisions, the eating habit, the drinking habit, the sleeping habit, the academical habit, your career, your business, the financial breakthrough, better understanding, acquiring wisdom, the relationship you have with your God, how you read your Bible, how you read your Quran, the relationship, you know, it can always help. But first, first, you definitely need to accept the reality, accept the bitter truth, despite the fact that it's hard to swallow, so you can get clarity and move forward. Yeah, with a greater sense of purpose and direction. Thank you so much for today. Hopefully I've not bored you today. It sounded too serious, isn't it? Yeah, don't worry. Still my goofy self just yet, you know, trying to trying to communicate. And like I said, it's, it's just a reminder. You already know all this stuff, innit? You know them, you know them. It's just me reminding you. There is bitter truth and there is your reality. Sometimes it depends on the contest. It's okay to fake it till you make it. But also put action into practice. And I wish you all all the best. Be the truth and reality. Thank you.